0: Hello Naked Peeps, and you're listening to another episode of The Naked Nerd. I'm the Naked Nerd himself. How are you all doing this week, everyone? Now, it has really turned into some very interesting times, everyone, but to at least put a bit of a positive spin on things, and I thought I'd do this by sharing some stories. Now, this week, I actually had a good friend of mine share his particular story but also share his particular expertise of RPGs. But let me give you a proper introduction. Now, the person you're listening to is Jake. Now, Jake is a member of the Why No Way. He's also uh, appeared in the show Mastermind as a contestant, and he is, in my opinion, a true naked nerd. Now, welcome to the show, Jake.
1: Uh, Thank you very much, Mr. Nerd. Great to be here.
0: Thank you very much. So, first things first, how did did you become a nudist yourself?
1: Um, so I it, it, almost by chance um, I, I came downstairs one morning or one evening uh, when I was when I was maybe about thirteen, um, and on the TV was uh, was was Getaway with Katrina Roundtree just making a brief mention of nude weddings in Hawaii, and so from from there I looked those up because I didn't realize that those were a thing, and um, that led me to to to, to nudism. Um, I sort of went. Um, Quiet on it for a while during high school and 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 during uni. But um, once I uh, once I got out of uni um, and and out of college, I, I uh, met my current fiance and you know discussed it with her as something I'd like to do for a while. <clears throat> we both went down to River Island on uh, in the in the New South Wales Southern Highlands, and uh, sort of we've we've never looked back from there. We've you know joined I've joined the wine away we've you know been to nudist events we've been to nude beaches we've uh, been on a, a couple more you know nude holidays it's it's been great awesome
0: oh man that just takes me back getaway that's oh that's a throwback for me as well because i remember shows like uh the great outdoors actually i think at one point actually showed a nudist venue but you don't really get that as much on tv but you said uh, you and your fiance uh and nudist yourselves what would you say has been a highlight for you and your fiance in terms of being a nudist
1: uh, look definitely our, our visits to river island have been have been highlights it's a it's a great venue um you know we we do hope to to go back um at some point once the whole uh you know virus crisis is over um it's just a matter of you know finding the time and the money to get back down there
0: Ah uh, yes i completely agree with you on there uh particularly with a lot of results because at the moment with the COVID virus basically everything's gone into lockdown and social gatherings particularly if you are wanted to go to a place like this it's not really possible at the moment but is there a place that you would like to go to that's not crossed off on your list of places that are nude
1: we'd like to visit an onsen um, we'd like to go to Japan and and, uh, and experience a, a, an onsen we've been to one in Melbourne and that was great but um, it's not quite as it's not quite as um, good as the real thing so we'd we'd love to go to Japan and, and actually um, visit a, a, a an onsen there you know a, a, a real hot spring
0: oh yes the hot springs I actually was researching that the other day and I would really like to go there myself because it just seems very relaxed and just very um just less of a burden just to go in there and just uh, basically immerse yourselves in the hot springs and just be in that relaxed state. Awesome. So with that in mind, I'd like to talk to you about something that you actually brought up quite recently. So you're really into RPGs. So could you tell for the audience, for those who don't know, what exactly are RPGs?
1: So role-playing RPGs are role-playing games, and they're basically storytelling games where uh, most often you, you you have a character, um, and you, you have a, a bunch of uh, scenarios and um, adventures that your character can get up to, um, all determined by various rules and you know rolls of dice or draws of cards. A common analogy for it is, you know, like playing let's pretend, but with rules, so um, you can't just throw up an invincible shield when someone tries to shoot you like you did when you were a kid, that's not how it works. (laughs) Um, And contrary-wise, if someone does throw up an invincible shield, you just can't pull out an invincible shield breaking gun, because those aren't a thing. (laughs) it's it's all down to it's all down to rules and it's all down to um the arbitration of of a game master or which which goes under various titles in various different games you know in DD, dungeons and dragons the classic example is a dungeon master um but you also have um uh names like uh the master of ceremonies in games like monster hearts or the Keeper in uh, Call of Cthulhu, or the more esoteric stuff like the Hollyhock God in a game called Nobilis, um, and in Relics, A Game of Angels, which is a game that I uh, have worked on and uh, got kickstarted last year. It's just out in PDF, and the hardcover should be coming in a few weeks if, uh, if, if, if everything goes right. Um, we call this person the Dealer, Ooh.
0: So uh, how did you get into RPGs yourself? Because uh, before I actually talk about Relics, how did you get into RPGs?
1: Um, so I've, I've, I've come from a, a pretty long role-playing background in general. Um, you know, right back to um, the Neopets role-playing boards. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, no, those were the days. Um, so I've done, I've done, you know, freeform uh, role playing, as we call it, for for, for a while. But um, I started getting into RPGs properly. Um, I was, uh, I, I I don't remember if this was, you know, the first time, but it was definitely some very early stuff that I did. Um, playing games of D20 Future uh, slash D20 Modern with a with a group of people from. Uh, a forum I was in for a for a, for a mod for Freelancer, which is um which is a very good and underrated space simulation game from 2003. Um, but we had a whole you know role playing server for it, and from that there was a small group where we would get together and you know make characters set in this universe and play D20 modern slash D20 future. Which is, a, which is a game that runs kind of based on Dungeons & Dragons 3.0, but it is set in the modern day or set in the future, so it's all adapted for that. Um, the D20 system uh, was, was sort of opened up by Wizards of the Coast, the makers of d mm-hmm. uh, back at the time to make various different games based on it. And from that, you know, I got into d 4th edition. Um, I got into a lot of other different RPGs, Um, I've been playing a lot of 5th edition recently. Um, I was for a while running a nude campaign of D&D 5th edition. Um, That unfortunately has been put on hold due to loss of venue, but hopefully when when we can get a new venue. We can start that up again because it was it was fun. Um, nude D and D is fun. a lot of things are better uh, when when you do them nude, as I'm sure as I'm sure you're aware. And and D and D is one of them.
0: Yeah, I can actually I completely agree. Like um, I haven't played. Oh, actually D and I haven't played in years. Like so many years, only because I think when I got into the actual game itself the People that I was playing with were basically pros at this, so it was kind of like going into like a war with like a, a BB gun. So,
1: so I was like, Wait, "What's happening?" Were you uh, were you playing uh, three point five?
0: I think so. I think that'll so. be your
1: can... problem yeah. then. That'll be it. Um, three point five is not is pretty impenetrable to newcomers. Um, uh, three point five Pathfinder which is based on it, kind of less so. Um Pathfinder slimmed down a bit, but but D and D fifth edition honestly is um you know possibly the, the 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 best edition for the game in terms of you know being streamlined enough for new players to pick it up fairly easily while being meaty enough for veteran players to to be able to to find some uh to find some, some real uh, amazing things they can do with it.
0: Cool. So you actually were actually just about to answer my next question, which was: so anybody can basically join in. Uh, does you have to really have like a really good understanding
1: of the game before you start playing, or is it just anyone can really drop in? It depends on the game, to be honest. D and D is is has basically just one central mechanic which is you roll a 20-sided die at a number and see if it beats the number set by the, the dungeon master. Um, so that central mechanic is uh, easy enough to pick up and, and and most things stem from there. Other games can be a, a bit more obtuse. Um, like even D&D 5th edition is just loaded down with so many rules that it is difficult for new players to pick up. Again, I've said uh, 5th edition is, 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 is easier on new players than that. Um, but you've got games um, like the Powered by the Apocalypse uh, system, which is basically 2d6 plus stat, um, six or lower you fail, seven to nine is a mixed success, ten or above is a full success. That's pretty easy to pick up and learn. Um, you know, most of the most of the stuff in a Powered by the Apocalypse game is contained on one or two sheets plus the characters uh, character sheet. So that's that's easy. Th- those games are easy. Um, and Relics uh, uses um, just one central, um, one central resolution mechanic. You know, one central mechanic for determining what things are, which is uh, which is drawing cards from a tarot deck. There's a couple of uh, systems around that, but Relics is pretty easy for a, for a new player to pick up as, as as well. Cool, cool. That's that seems very simple enough. Um, so, you mentioned you
0: have a game that you've put on Kickstarter, and you're hoping that it'll be re- released. Relics, it was, what, what was it? Relics? Uh, was
1: so it? Relics actually is by Steve D of Tin Star Games. Um, that was successfully Kickstarted last year. Um, we made, uh, uh we, we made actually, we, we reached a couple of stretch goals with that one, um including a, an extra supplement written by uh, me, which is an angel's guide to Las Vegas. Um, but Relics uh, just recently came out in PDF, and we're getting the, 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 the books printed in, in hard copy now. Um, in Relics, you play a fallen angel, um, an angel who has descended from heaven to interact with creation um, and, and to become of this earth. In, in Relics, falling is not um, a punishment. It's, you know, I, I, I say it's not that you've done a naughty and God has kicked you out of heaven. It's that um, something has compelled you to forsake most of your supernal power, most of your power of the creation, come to earth, um, become physical, become bound to it, um, and and walk among humans... Um, not as their equal, um, not even as one of them, because there are always, um, angels will always be outsiders among Earth, but to become as close to human as an angel can possibly become. Um, When an angel falls, um, all of their powers, or or, or the vast majority of them, are bound up into objects that they carry with them called the the, the titular relics. And the relics, um, for the very longest time, When an angel fell, it locked all of their powers away. That The angels couldn't access the miracles that they used to shape creation. But only a couple of years ago, everything changed when God closed the gates of heaven. Now, why did she do this? We don't know. Um, Where did she go? We're not sure. Is she coming back? Signs point to no so in the aftermath of that um for some reason now all the relics are waking up again they are um their their powers are being restored to them Um, And that goes for relics that angels and demons are carrying with them. But it also goes for the relics that have just been lying around um, innocuously as as historical artifacts over the years. And so there is now a supernatural arms race beginning between angel kind and demon kind to gather as many relics as they can um, and keep them out of the hands of the other side. um, Because the war is heating up again and and, uh, creation this time is both the battlefield and the prize.
0: Ooh, that's oh, this actually sounds really interesting as a game. In terms of how long it took to develop, um, how, in terms of ideas, like how long, generally, would that take to develop in, in terms of an idea? Because that actually sounds like a really cool idea for an RPG, and it's something that I would
1: personally would like to get myself. Oh, well, you can, you can, Mister Nerd. You can get it from uh, from Drive Through RPG and Itch right now. Um, but uh, the, the the game uh, has been in development for a few years. Um, I think Steve just started developing it around 2016, 2017 or so, um, and it's gone through you know various iterations since then. Um, it originally used a system based on a game called uh, Shadow of the Demon Lord, um, but. It, we, we actually uh steve found um the fugue system which is what the the system that relics is is called it runs on uh comes from um and that is designed for people to play characters with amnesia um you know the game that that that, that started the fugue system uh, by james wallace was a las vegas and that featured a, a a group of um utter amnesiacs waking up in a uh, a strange and twisted um, echo of Las Vegas and trying to piece together their memories and what was going on. Um, hmm. But with relics, um, we we sort of uh, have have taken that that idea of of in in the Fugue system, you can gain memories. Your skills are all linked to memories that you have. So if you need a new skill or or if you're getting a new skill, it will be tied to a flashback, um a memory of when you use that skill. Now, in the Fugue system, you get those memories by remembering things from your amnesiac past. Mm -hmm. With relics, angels already know who they are. They know their own pasts. It's just angels live a very, very, very long time. You know, there are angels on Earth who have been around since basically day zero. Um, And so they... When when an angel gains a new memory... um, uh, it gains a new skill, I should say, it is it is tied to a memory of when they've used that skill before. That's how angels learn. Their, their skills are all linked to their memories. And so it's not that the angel couldn't remember doing this, it's just it never came up before now, if that makes sense. So if you need to climb up an elevator, for example, um, an elevator shaft, an elevator cable, and you don't have a specific skill with which to do this, but you want one, Here is where the memory system comes into play. You'll turn to the rest of the table and you'll say, does anyone remember a time when I really needed to climb up a rope or something like that? Oh, yes. And so another player will say, oh, yes, I remember that terrible storm on the ship. That we were sailing into the new world with Christopher Columbus. I remember when the Santa Maria was beset by a terrible storm, and 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 we needed someone to to go up into the rigging and 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 uh, and 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 pull up the sails so that the sails wouldn't get ruined. And I remember you scrambled up the ropes quicker than a monkey, and you pulled up the sails, and 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 the Santa Maria was saved, and Christopher Columbus was left to go on and terrorize and infect the natives of the new world. Um, and so, from that memory, you would get a skill of, say, climbing ropes, or you know, just climbing in general, or athletics, or something like that. And you could use that skill then in the test, in the in in the skill check, to climb up the rope. Um, so what this does is it it gives you a backstory and hooks and connections with all the other people at the table. During character creation, one of the steps is working out initial memories. Um, One of a thing that you just remember yourself doing and then things that you remember doing or or things that the people on your left and right at the table remember you doing. Um, So you have a lot of control over other players' backstories um, and in turn um, they have a a lot of control over, over the connections and the stories that have built up at the table it is, it is a great way to, to build connections and existing relationships between, uh, the personas as we call, uh, characters in relics.
0: Ooh. So it, it pretty much, uh, it, so from my understanding, it's not just a game where you have, it's not like where you just randomly create characters. It's about how those characters connect with each and every one of the, of the people in your group, which sounds actually sounds really fascinating because, in my experience, um, particularly with uh, games like D&D, you have to have like, that seven level of skill or have that understanding of who your character is to begin with. But from my understanding, your, your ability to basically having to gain certain skills, so that's really cool.
1: So yeah, so that you can you can create um, if you go through the rules for character creation, you can go through and just create an angel that you that you particularly would like to play. Um, you can say, okay, I'd like an angel who's a, who's a very warlike angel with you know, yeah, maybe the power to, to to shoot fire from his hands, um, who, who believes in just crushing demon kind and, and and not caring who gets in the way. Um, you can go through, and, and create an angel exactly like that. Um, or we have a whole bunch of random tables in the book um, where you can, if you have no idea of the character you want to create, you can just draw, you can keep drawing from the tarot deck until you've built up uh, a completely random angel um, or, or near enough to random as it gets, who who you can then um, continue fleshing out with the, other, with the other people around the table. So um, in a game that I'm running at the moment, Yeah, one of the characters, um, is, is, uh, Marilyn Monroe, who was secretly an angel and also a vampire because, uh, the, the, the mark, the thing that sets her apart from humankind is that she needs blood to survive. Um, she faked her own death because she got tired of being Marilyn Monroe. Um, but she still looks exactly like Marilyn Monroe. So people, people, uh, people will comment on that when they meet her in the street, um, and and another one is is uh, Hercules, um, the inventor of muscles was actually a, a, a when when she fell to earth she became this this very tiny uh, woman, um, you know this, this very short woman, um, but she had a relic who which transformed her into Hercules um, for something like ten minutes at a time. Oh, uh, wow. We've had uh, one of the characters is the a, a, a small child like looks like a small child but is unfathomably ancient, you know came to earth during. Um, fell to Earth during the, the Roman Empire, and he was the inventor of earthquakes. Um, so all these wild and, and wonderful characters can come out um, if you follow the random tables, or if you prefer, you can just create exactly the angel that you see in your head.
0: Wow. Just just listen to some of the characters that you can come up with, it just sounds so cool, but also kind of reminds me of
1: Super Fight. Yeah, a little bit, actually. I've played Super Fight... Um, you know, I could easily see a super fight hand uh, hand that says uh Marilyn Monroe, you know, but secretly a vampire versus um versus you know Hercules but is actually, you know, a transforming superhero or something like that. That's that's definitely a thing that I'd see in, in you'd see in Superfight. Um but with angels.
0: Or oh, oh, a vampire that's secretly a vegan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, that's that's that we don't we don't have that yet, um, though. I think Marilyn uh, doesn't feed on human blood. She gets it from uh, she gets it from like butcher shops and things like that. One of the other characters memories is actually um, uh, having to to help her sort of um, get out of a situation where she was going to be caught pinching blood from a butcher's shop or something like that. So, um, uh, yeah, your, your memories uh, again, they just shape so much the backstories of, of yourselves and the entire group. Um, it's 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 amazing to it's it's amazing to see you know the the relationships between the characters build over time.
0: Awesome, awesome. Like on, honestly, this is this sounds like a game that I would definitely would like to play. Uh, I'm, I would say fortunately or unfortunately, well, depending on people's point of view, uh, we're not allowed to have like s- small like actually wait, can we still we we can still have small gatherings.
1: But, Small gatherings, but you need to maintain social distancing.
0: Yes. Oh, man. Which brings me to my next point. But actually, before we finish up, where is the game available again? Just for those listening.
1: So you can uh, you can find it. TinStarGames.com is the is the website for, for TinStar Games. You'll find um, relics there. You'll also find a bunch of Steve's other games, um, including Baby Dragon Bedtime, which is a, a card game, um, which is like a real-time deck builder where you sort of scatter a bunch of cards all over the table, your baby dragons trying to gather as much treasure as possible before, before bedtime. You know, you, you slap, you grab cards and you add them to your decks. Uh, um, that's a very fun one. I played that one. Um, you'll find things like, uh, the tin star, which is a, a, a single player game, um, based on the old West. Um, you'll find a game where you play, you know, rebellious, um, sex robots from the future. And, uh, even uh, uh, Enid Blyton, the role-playing game, which, uh, which is called Five Go a Role Playing. Um, so a bunch of games on the Tin Star Games website. Um, Relics itself is the flagship. You'll find that on DriveThruRPG. Um, you will find it on, uh, on Itch. So both of those are great sites where you can find a, a lot of, of RPGs and RPG material. Um, uh, you'll also find there the Quick Start Guide for Relics... Um, which is uh, designed to get you into the game and playing quickly. It comes with a short adventure, um, a short scenario, designed to take just one session of play. It's called The Devil's Own Luck. It is set in Las Vegas. Uh, I wrote that one. Um, And uh, that comes with pre-generated characters, so you you don't even need to make your own characters to start playing. Um, We've got some some more supplements coming out as well. Um, The Relics Tarot deck has just been released as a print-and-play PDF, um, that features, you know, a whole lot of characters from the game that you can draw inspiration on, um including a bunch of characters who were created by our Kickstarter backers. um, people who backed at the highest level got to create angels and have them feature in the tarot. Um, supplements we've got coming up uh, is an angel's Guide to Las Vegas. Um, I wrote this one as well. This was, uh, this is very much inspired by the setting guides that you'll find in games like uh, Chronicles, uh, Chronicles of Darkness or New World of Darkness, where each game line um, has its own city that it's set in. So um, Vampire in Chronicles of Darkness, is, is the default setting is New Orleans. You know, Changeling the Lost is, is Miami. Um, and An Angel's Guide to Las Vegas is all about the... The angelic uh, factions, uh, the the angelic missions and factions in the city of Sin, um, the demons that that still lurk there, the meddling humans who are who are looking into these these um, angelic benefactors who are whispering into the ears of the casino barons, um, that should be coming out not long after we get the printed copies, um, and we've also got a, a follow up adventure by Steve himself to uh, the Devil of Own Luck. Um, it forms part of a trilogy, actually, starting with The Devil's Own Luck, the second adventure by Demons Driven. Um, that will be coming out around the same time as An Angel's Guide to Las Vegas. So there's plenty of great Relic stuff coming up for people who, who, who get into the game.
0: Fantastic. And I'll um, be sure to leave those details on the web page, everyone. Um, but moving on. Um, so... In the we are living in interesting times, aren't we? Particularly with the COVID virus basically causing a lot of mayhem. How are you coping at the moment?
1: Well, um, I have, I'm involved in a few RPG campaigns and we've moved them online, basically. So my D and D games, um the game of masks um, that I've been running uh, Masks is a is a powered by the apocalypse game where you get to play teenage superheroes. So you get to play basically like uh, the Teen Titans. Um, oh, cool. um, There's even options for making you know if you want like making a character who's like Starfire or like Raven or like Robin. Um, it's it's a mask. Masks is a really fun one. I've been into that one recently. But that one's we've moving online. Um, the Relics campaign we've moved online. Relics is simple enough to move online because all you need is one player with a tarot deck. You know, you just need the dealer to have a tarot deck, and and you can you can run that uh, pretty well online. Um, so there's there's lots of sites that you can use to 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 create like virtual tabletops that you can play your your games on. Uh, Roll Twenty is a good one. Um, you know that comes in complete with you know battle map functionality, so that you can move your characters around the map as needed for a game like D&D or Pathfinder. Um, Discord is great for theater of the mind kind of stuff, where you don't need to um, you you don't need to have detailed maps of where everything is. Um, there's sites out there. Um, there's a program called uh, Fantasy Grounds, which is you know made for made for uh, things like D and D—that's a—that's a paid program, but um, I've heard it's really good. Um, new virtual tabletops are popping up all the time. So, if you need to—if you're—if you need to practice social distancing, um, but you want to get your RPG fix in, there are so many different ways to do that. Um, and you know, depending on the game, it's—it it, could be really, really easy to just shift your play completely online. Awesome. So you
0: heard it right, folks. So it's just a, a good way of social distancing without necessarily giving up on the social part. Um, I, myself, uh, have been trying to organise a couple of things. Like, um, what I'm trying to do, hopefully, within the next couple of weeks, is to organise a Cards Against Humanity online
1: uh, couple of rounds. Cause oh, you can, actually, you can actually do that with a site called um, Pretend You're Zizzy. I think it's called. Yes. Um, yeah, you don't need the you don't need the physical cards for that. Um, so a lot of a lot of board games like there's a program, board games, card games, RPGs. There's a there's a card there's a program I think called Virtual Tabletop, which you can you know plug different modules into for different games. Um, so yeah yeah you don't need to be physically present in in a lot of cases for um for people to uh for people to get to 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 play together online. It's you know in the age of social distancing. Um, RPGs might just save us all from going crazy.
0: Uh, I hope so too. But just before we leave, do you have anything to say to our listeners in terms of anything general or any well wishes in this uh, interesting time that we live in?
1: Look, my heart is going out to all to all my to all our fellow nudists who um, who are who are being denied the, the gorgeous beaches and the, the 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 nude events and the socializing. Um hopefully this will all get cleared up soon. Um and uh to, to, to all the RPG fans out there, you know, keep playing. Keep playing RPGs, keep socializing. Um get relics. Relics is a great game. The PDF is gorgeous. The print and play tarot is wonderful. Um, We've um, we've worked really hard on the PDF, and um, it's just it's a thing of beauty, honestly. Um, and uh, as as we say in at the end at the very end of at Relics, um, you know, play games, change the world, and become gods. We believe in you. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining
0: the show, Jake.
1: Uh, it has been my pleasure.
0: All right, and I wish you all the very best and. Uh, stay socially distant. I I don't
1: know.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, you take care.
1: You as well. Don't get the coronavirus. Yes, I I, I promise. I mean, I'd be watching you. <laughs> don't you dare get the coronavirus. I promise.
0: I promise. If you
1: get the coronavirus, I'd say I will come for you, but I probably shouldn't because you'll have the coronavirus. <laughs> I promise.
0: And that was Jake, Naked Peeps, sharing his experiences on being a nudist and sharing his experiences of RPGs. Now, I actually got to talk to a couple of people over the weekend. Um, Firstly, I got to go to Werong Beach with Mr. Black, which that in itself will be an entirely separate episode. Uh, But I also got to talk to a couple of people from the United States. Uh, These two people happened to be named David. Now, the first David I spoke to, he's from Alabama. Um, And I actually got to talk to him for a a fair bit. He shared his particular experiences, uh, which he actually asked me not to go into too much details about, but I thought I'd give him a bit of a shout out anyway, because what he had to say was very powerful, but ultimately showed how being a nudist, being a naturist, can actually shape the person that you are today. The other David actually got to talk to for was from New York. More specifically, Rochester, New York. Now, David was actually able to share his couple of experiences with myself through Instagram, which you are able to do if you follow the Instagram page, The Naked Nerd Podcast. Um, he's also shared his particular experiences at the moment with the coronavirus, Uh he is currently at home like many people uh not struggling but just dealing with it the best that he can and i give my shout outs to everyone who is at home at the moment and in social isolation of course because this particular virus in itself it's really spread out quite quickly so i like to give out uh, my biggest respects to everyone who is out there. Also like to give a big shout out to all the teachers and all the doctors and nurses who are currently dealing with the situation because particularly here in Australia, it's, it's seen better days. Our country has seen better days and the world has seen better days. And hopefully with the next few months, this particular virus will be able to be contained, but only time will tell. But in the midst of things, Make sure that you do keep yourself isolated and do not go out unless you need to. So if you need to get groceries, uh, make sure that uh, you do it. Uh, but here in Australia, restaurants have been shut. Uh, actually, let me phrase, restaurants are shut for dining. There's, it's only takeaway or takeout, as people call it. Uh, gyms, any s- places of social gatherings, including uh, parks, beaches, Uh, pubs and clubs have been shut down effectively Um, schools are still open because there are still students particularly in Australia who need to be at school and yeah and unfortunately it's only going to get worse before it gets better but a big shout out to everyone and as I say on this podcast live nude and be yourself everyone and take care godspeed The Naked Nerd has been powered by Podbean, theme song created by The Naked Nerd, logo created by Brent Little Creative Services. For further information, please go to thenakednerd.podbean.com